Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. If you're joining me again, then welcome back. Great to have you here. If you're joining for the first time, then welcome. I'm so glad you could join our English learning journey here on Level Up English. So my name is Michael and I have a special episode today because we're going to be looking at an important part of British culture or British tradition and it's a time of year I really like. So I'm excited to get into that. Before we get there, I am going to post a transcript for this episode. So if you have any problems following what I'm saying, or I, you, maybe you hear some words that you want to clarify and research, you can have a look at the transcript and read everything I'm saying as well. So that should be available in the, the description for this episode, or head over to the Level Up English website and go to podcast number 81 and then you'll see a link for the transcript. Also just a reminder as I sometimes like to do is for my email list. So every Thursday I send a free email lesson to anyone subscribed to that list. If you're subscribed you get a lesson every week that includes a story and a deeper look at the vocabulary and the grammar as well in that story. I think last week we did some on the British accent and we have many more exciting lessons to come. There will also be audio and occasionally I do a video as well to go with that. So if you want to get some free practice every week, have that kind of routine, learn some new words, then join the email list, which you can do by my main website at ewmichael.com and in the middle of the page there will be a sign up area where you can join and you can leave at any time there's no commitment of course but it's a great way to practice and also hear about news from me so if, if there's anything that I'm doing that I think you might like to know about I will let my email uh, subscribers my email followers know first and finally this episode is brought to you with the help of italki. So italki is an online database or website where you can find English teachers. In fact, you can find teachers in any language. At the moment, I'm having weekly lessons in Japanese. It's really, really fun. And it's a great way to practice what you learn. And it can be very affordable too. It's even more affordable if you use my link. So if you go to levelupenglish.school slash free, you follow the link, the button on that page, then you can get $10 when you sign up to italki and you can use this $10 for a lesson or for a couple lessons to see if you like it. So it's a great way to get started and a good kind of incentive. And it also helps support this podcast. So if you like what I'm doing here and you want to get some English training or coaching, 
then again, levelupenglish.school slash free. Okay, so let's get into the topic. Today is a special day, it's the 5th of November. And in the UK, this is known as Bonfire Night. It has a couple other names. One of them would be Guy Fawkes Night. Some people also call it Fireworks Night. But I think Bonfire Night is the, the most common name. So have you heard about this before? Bonfire Night is a really great time of year. I really enjoy this time of year because it's in it's right in the middle of autumn, approaching the winter, but it's kind of a nice cold time of year. But we spend this time with fires and warm drinks, and it's a cosy time in the UK. So I want to explain a little bit about the history of this tradition and how we celebrate it today. I also want to put out a disclaimer, like a note, that I am not an expert, of course. I'm just going to be sharing my knowledge as a random UK citizen. I don't have any special knowledge on this topic, but I will share what I do know from my own experience and a little bit of research online. (laughs) Okay, so to give you a bit of background of what Bonfire Night is, it happens every year on the 5th of November and we commemorate the attempt to blow up, destroy the Houses of Parliament in London. Now, the Houses of Parliament, these are the, well, this is the big building, the beautiful building connected to the Big Ben uh, clock tower. So it's a very famous site, one of the most famous buildings in the UK. And in, let me double check the date, approximately, you know, 400 years ago, yeah, 1605, there was an attempt to blow up the Houses of Parliament and kill the king, I suppose. So I'll give you a background first and then I'll tell you what we do today. So this event in 1605, this was known as the Gunpowder Plot. Gunpowder is a type of explosive you know, the powder you put into old guns to help them trigger, explode. And plot is kind of like a plan. But usually plot is used in a more negative way. Not always, but it can be like a, a plot of a criminal or something bad that you're, do- bad that you're doing. So the gunpowder plot, the explosion plan is maybe a synonym phrase. So the man who was behind this was someone called Guy Fawkes. Guy Fawkes. And he basically wanted to blow up the government and the king at the time, who was King James I. And this was for religious reasons. So England was a Protestant country, and the people who were planning to blow up Parliament, uh, the plotters, we could say, were Catholic. And they wanted England to be Catholic again. So that's why they wanted to blow up Parliament. Um, Protestant or Catholic, they're both types of Christianity. But I don't know a whole lot about that, so that's as much as I'm going to say about that. So in the cellars, the cellar is the kind of room underneath a building. In the cellars of the Houses of Parliament, there were 36 barrels of gunpowder 
and they were ready to make a massive explosion. Ultimately, his plan was foiled. Foiled, we can say, like his plan was ruined. His plan was foiled. Uh, and this was because one of the people in the group, you could say the terrorists group, because they were terrorists, really, if you think about it, they sent a letter to a friend who worked in Parliament and they were warning them to stay away on the 5th of November. You know, They didn't want them to be killed in the explosion. Unfortunately for the plotters, the people who supported the king managed to find this letter and that's how they got caught. So the guards came into the cellars and they found the plotters waiting there. They were arrested and executed. So executed means killed officially, you know, killed by the government. Probably in quite a brutal way, not a very nice execution like you might have today. Is there such thing as nice execution? Maybe not. They're all bad, but this was probably much worse. So that's basically it. That's basically the story. Very quick summary. This is something that, you know, everyone in the UK, at least when I was in school, you know, many years ago, we learn about in primary school. So most of my knowledge comes from these days, a couple decades ago, I suppose. But that's kind of the basic knowledge. Probably I could go into deeper, more information, but that might be a bit boring. So let's jump to the tradition and how we celebrate it today. So every year we commemorate this event. And this word commemorate is a useful word. It's kind of like celebrate, but celebrate is for good things. You know, we celebrate a party, a birthday, but we don't, well, usually celebrate a death, for example. Commemorate is more like remember. So it's celebrating but less happy. It can be for happy things or for sad things. So commemorate is useful for a war or some kind of tricky negative thing that happened in the past. So we commemorate this event on the 5th of November and we remember the treason of Guy Fawkes. So treason is basically the act of doing something against the king or the queen or, your, or the government. You're doing something to try and overthrow the government or the people in power. This is known as treason and it was a very common medieval crime as well. So there are a few things we do but the main things is we have fireworks so usually maybe eight o'clock in the evening nine o'clock there will be a big fireworks display and it's really exciting so usually this is arranged uh, planned by local councils around the UK so in many villages towns and cities there will be firework displays of various sizes but also people have their own fireworks in their back garden if they want to. So I never get involved in it myself, but what's really exciting is if you kind of look out the window, especially if you live up high in like a, a you know, high story building, you can just see fireworks everywhere, all these sounds going off for hours. It's really, really cool. It's very interesting. But if you can actually go to one of these events, especially organised by the larger towns or cities, there will also be a big bonfire, as I mentioned in the name, so bonfire night. Interestingly, I learnt that the word bonfire, bon, 
comes from the word bone. And there's some kind of historical origin here, but where bones used to be burnt as part of a celebration or something like that. So it's very you know, gruesome, maybe not a nice origin. But these days we do not burn bones. These days we just burn wood, of course. So I remember in my, well, my home city where I used to live in Plymouth in the UK, they had a huge bonfire in the park by, you know, with a view over the ocean. And, you know, you could you could feel the heat from the fire, even, you know, 20 meters away, 30 meters away. It was a really big fire. And everyone just kind of gathers around the fire, um, watching and enjoying the warmth in this kind of cold uh, winter month or autumn month, maybe I should say. I think November is autumn, isn't it? But it's a really nice time of year. It's nice to kind of meet your friends, spend time around the fire. And another thing that you might have is sparklers. Sparklers. So a sparkler is like a little stick. And on the end of the stick, there's like a flammable kind of, I guess, chemical that can sparkle, basically, just like how a star might sparkle in the sky. The sparkler sparkles. So you light it with a match and it kind of fizzles like like a fizzy drink or something like that. Very hard to describe in audio. If you want a little bit more of a clearer idea, just quickly Google sparkler, sparkler. It looks just like sparks when you're welding or sparks coming out of a fire, but they're very fun to play with and they're quite safe as well. It's hard to hurt yourself, so children will play with them too. So people gather around the fire, the bonfire, play with sparklers and burn an effigy. An effigy. An effigy is, you could also say a dummy, which is kind of like a model or sculpture of a person. Now, this sounds very uh, morbid or very gruesome, although it's not really that. It, it doesn't really come off in a negative way. It's just kind of fun. And most people don't see it as a horrible thing, maybe because we're used to it. But if you look from the outside, it might look a bit barbaric, maybe a bit kind of evil. But basically, we have an effigy of Guy Fawkes. So this is like maybe a man made of straw with some clothes on like a kind of a scarecrow kind of character. And he's put on the top of the fire and he's burnt with the fire. So obviously it's an old tradition and it's kind of celebrating or at least commemorating his failed attempt to blow up the Houses of Parliament. So we're burning the effigy. I guess it's kind of like celebration that he did die, which is quite horrible to say, but again, no one does it in any hate. It's kind of just a fun thing that people do without thinking. You know, just like many traditions, really, people don't know the origins of many traditions so well. Um, people just celebrate because it's fun. That's often the case. And the fireworks, of course, represent, I suppose, the explosion that the Houses of Parliament or the gunpowder would have made. But thankfully, they did not. So the fireworks are the explosion, and now it's just... A lot of fun to have. So if you do ever come to the UK, not 2020, but maybe in the future, 5th of November would be a good time to come. It would be good to see this tradition that 
you know, we don't share with other countries. So it's quite a unique thing to the UK. And there is a rhyme that I always remember from school. And this is how I never forget the date because it is uh, turned into a rhyme. And this is, remember, remember the 5th of November. All the teachers were saying that at school and I never forgot that rhyme. So it's an easy one to remember. Um, we always know what date it's coming. Some people, however, are kind of wondering if these kind of traditions are fizzling out. So this is a good phrasal verb, to fizzle out. This is kind of like slowly and gradually becoming less common, becoming less popular. And many traditions around the world are fizzling out, of course, you know, things change over time, people lose interest, and many old traditions we don't have anymore for various reasons. And some people think these, tra these traditions are fizzling out. One of them is maybe connected to the fact that you do burn an effigy, a man, or a sculpture of a man. Um, some people think that is quite, maybe it's just too far. People don't like the idea of showing children, you know, showing this burning effigy to children. Personally, when I was younger, I don't remember seeing it as a bad thing. It was just fun. And I never even thought that it was a person. It just seemed like a fun thing to do, like throwing a toy into a fire. I mean, it wasn't until I got older and that's when I thought, wow, that's actually kind of crazy. Like, Why do they do that? So I suspect it's more adults who are shocked and not children. But what do you guys think? Do you think that it is too far? Do you think we should not do that? And what do you think if these traditions are fizzling out? Do you think we should try to keep them and preserve them? Or do you think they should be they should be allowed to fizzle out naturally if that's what they're going to do? Let me know your thoughts. Again, you can always share your thoughts on the show notes page, which is at levelupenglish.school slash podcast 81. Wow, 81 already. I have to start thinking what we can do for episode 100 soon. Hmm. If you have any ideas, let me know what we could do, like a special episode for that. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed that little uh, tradition, that little, I don't know, culture trip, maybe into the UK. So before we go, before I let you go today, I want to read a few podcast reviews from you kind listeners out there. Then I'm going to end with a quote, as I have been doing for the past few episodes. I think it's a nice way to end with a little motivation. So I'm going to end with a quote about language learning or English learning related to that. So I've got one podcast review from, I think my first ever review from Qatar. And this is from Rolex113. And they said, I love this podcast. It's good for improving your listening. Thank you very much. I'm glad you could practice your listening through the podcast. I have another review from Malak and they said, I love your podcast. It's so useful. It helps me to improve my listening skill. You are the best. Yay. Thank you. Another one for listening. That's great to hear. Even if the topics are boring, I hope the listening is still good. <laughs> one final one from Dalal. And they said, thank you. I face many difficulties with English podcasters, but with you, 
I really enjoy the time. Thank you for your short, interesting topics. My language is really improving day by day. As always, your last episode was amazing. What was my last episode then? Maybe that was 78? Yes, maybe that was 78. So maybe that would be how to read in English and recommended books. That might be the one you're talking about. If so, thank you. That's good feedback. I always like to hear what episodes are interesting and what ones maybe you're not liking so much. That helps me improve the podcast. So thank you to all you three for leaving a very kind review. And again, if anyone else wants to leave a review, the place I look is on Apple Podcasts. So if you leave a review there, first of all, I will really, really appreciate it. It always makes my day. puts a big smile on my face. And I will do my best to read it in a future episode. Okay, so one quote which I have posted on my Level Up English Instagram is quite simple. Mistakes are proof that you're trying. So once again, mistakes are proof that you're trying. Okay, so go out there, make mistakes, have a good time and have a good week. <laughs> See you next time. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.